What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Chaos in Christ podcast. I'm your host, Alexi Felix. And uh, today it is uh, Thursday morning, Thanksgiving. Obviously, by the time you're listening to this, it's published on a Sunday and whenever else you're listening to it throughout the week. But anyway, I want to say thank you for even taking the time to check this out. Listen, I'm hoping that this is providing some sort of value that allows us to take the chaos of our lives and obviously see Christ in the midst of it all. All right. So I do appreciate it. And I am thankful for you. And I pray nothing but a good Thanksgiving for you and your family and that you always remember the goodness of our God. All right. So today I am up early this morning. It's seven in the morning. I'm having some coffee, 723 AM. I'm about to sip some right now. Ah, love it. And I just want to bring to you something that I had a conversation with a brother about last night as I meet with him, you know, every once in a while to, you know, keep my life on track and making sure that I'm walking in the path that Christ has called me to walk on. And he's a, a brother who has uh, taken it upon himself to disciple me. And, and uh, yeah, I appreciate him. You know, lately I have been going through something internally that has been really hard to really narrow down and really figure out, which has caused a lot of indecision in my life, a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of internal battling. All right. And I think, I don't think I'm the only one. So I figured the best way to internalize what I spoke about with him yesterday and just the freedom I got from that conversation is to then turn around and give it to whomever may be listening. And hopefully this actually helps you out as well. Now, uh, excuse my sniffles, I uh, get allergies in the morning like crazy, but this is about an internal battle, right? An internal battle of not being where you think you're supposed to be today. You know, wherever you, you know, plan to be at, at a specific age or a specific time frame, but you find out that you're not really there. You're not really doing exactly what you thought you were supposed to be doing. And if you're a conscientious person, as my brother in Christ was letting me know, that we are, you know, you can't let it go. It is on your mind 24-7. It is everything you think about. You plan things out. You wake up really early in the morning. You are looking to be productive as possible. You put in your time for work. You put in your time for your side business. You put in your time for your projects. You put in your time for ministry. You got a lot of time for your family. And then you have a specific uh, bedtime you're supposed to hit and then wake up the next day because you are still focused on Whatever is that goal or that purpose in the future, all right? Now, I'm not one to say abandon that. I, I think that's a really good thing. I think there's wisdom in planning out your days in order to be able to see something come to fruition down the line. I think that's a really wise thing to do. Uh, a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, so that person can only be wise by, I guess playing chess, seeing some moves ahead that can possibly happen, and positioning oneself to be in that position, right? Whatever. So there's nothing wrong with goal setting. I don't think there's anything wrong with thinking about what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, and how you must maintain a discipline in your life in order to get there. What does become chaotic in our own personal lives is when we completely neglect 
all the other things in pursuit of this other thing. Like we can't even be present in the moment. We start to lose sleep because our mind is racing. We are thinking about what we didn't get done, what we will do tomorrow and, you know, whatever. Like uh, a brother, again, the brother that I was speaking with yesterday uh, during this recording of the podcast was relating to me on how when he was sitting with his wife and his family watching a movie, his mind was running around thinking about the music he could be producing, uh, the other things he could be working on, maybe his business, but I think it was the music he could be producing. And that's how I am. Literally, I am the exact same way. I could literally find a moment after I've completed a day and still want to do something, work on something, work on this podcast, create a website for this podcast. I can't seem to turn it off. And I'm always constantly looking downward, concerned with whether I am making the right decisions or not. Am I choosing the right path or not? And guess what? Chaos in my own mind, inside my own soul. It is not peaceful when all you can think about is how the heck am I supposed to get to this other side? Everything is always over there and you're always looking down there for that. You lose sleep, you neglect family, you lose sight of basically living right now with what's in front of you, the blessings that God has given you right here, right now. So maybe I'm not alone, you know, maybe you're the same way. Maybe you you are constantly wondering, you know, if you're doing the right thing, you know, you're trying to plan everything out. Everything is is constantly weighing on you because not only not only do you have your own standard and goal you're trying to hit, but then you get on social media, you check out your friends, you check out the the people that you're following. They're probably around your age and you're like I should be there. That's where I should be. I should be in that position. I mean, that person has a thriving business and he's only 30 or 28 or 25 and he seems to be rocking it out online. He's got 10,000 followers. You know, like, why am I not there? What am I doing wrong? What is wrong with me? Because most of the time, I think it really is that. I think it is that we look at other people and we we um, compare where we're supposed to be, at least in our heads, and we are not satisfied and so we have this thing that weighs us down and we get concerned with the whole thing. Now, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm here to tell you I'm with you. It is my battle. It is a daily battle uh believing that I'm wasting time, believing that I'm not where I'm supposed to be, comparing myself to others and where they're at, being upset with myself at the end of the day because I probably should have done this this or that. You know, it's it's chaotic. It robs you of your peace. You're not really present in the moment. And so in my conversation with this brother of mine, I got to say that everything he said has been something that God has been putting on my heart, ministering to me. I've been seeing memes that talk about it. I, you know, passages in scripture as I read every morning, it reminds me that we can only control what we can control. And that is the best that we can do because Christ calls us to be faithful to our post right now, right now, where we're at, where you find yourself, the job that you have, the family that you, you are a part of, or that you're the head of, or that you're, you know, serving, whatever. That's, that's your post. That's, that's my post. My post here is that I work from home as a salesperson I have a part-time business that I could run. I have this podcast. I'm a father. And 
you know, I now I'm a part-time uh, student in theology. When I th- personally think I should be somewhere else at this point in time, and I keep looking elsewhere, it it robs me. But then I'm reminded that God has called us to be faithful with where He has has us right here, right now, in this particular place. So it's about making sure that I can actually see, like, like first of all, I am blessed. I am blessed. I have a, a roof over my head. And I don't live with my parents. <laughs> like, like that is a blessing, all right? If you've ever lived with your parents or lived with someone else's parents and you had to deal with their way of life and their rules and standards, and you were grateful, right, because they, they provided a roof over your head. But at some point, you realized you had your own life to live and you just you needed to get up up from under them. And then you finally have your own place. Ah, oh, man, blessing. I'm about to take a sip of my coffee. Hold on. It's a blessing. It's an amazing uh, feeling. And you are grateful for it. But somewhere along the line, you can forget exactly that feeling. And then you, you, you start to get discontent with where you're at. And now you're looking at the other thing. Oh, I, I, I want to buy a house. I want to real estate invest. I want to have this. I want to have this amount of money. I want to get this to this point. And again, not to say that having plans and having goals and then striving to achieve those goals is the problem here. That's not the problem. The problem is we don't find contentment where we are at in the pursuit of whatever else God has taken us. We have no contentment. We are constantly displeased. And that is not good. I think that is a sin. I think that our constant displeasure and discontentment in where we are at with the blessings that God has given us doesn't honor him or or even shows gratefulness, thankfulness to him. And it's Thanksgiving after all. So it's about making sure that we are thankful. And in that thanksgiving of where we are at, we could be faithful to it to the best of our ability. Because here's the reality. How could we be given more if we can't take care of the little? Looking elsewhere across the street when we are neglecting the very front yard of our own place. Yeah, God still cares about that. God still wants us to take care of our post. Your children are your ministry and they are the people you're supposed to preach to. Your wife, your husband, those are the people you're supposed to serve and preach to and honor and and develop. That's who you're supposed to be at work. You're supposed to do it with excellence. All right. As a salesperson, I got to be sharp, got to be ready. My mindset's got to be on point. I got to have my skill set constantly sharpened and I need to be relentless. But at the end of the day, even my sales job teaches me that I, I'm not really fully in control. I may learn some, you know, sales techniques and really get someone to think about what they're saying. But at the end of the day, they could still say no. That is still a possibility. They could say no. And I cannot get the deal. And you might think that the work that you're doing, the job, whatever it is, isn't grand. You know, it isn't on a podcast where thousands of people listen to. You're not on a pulpit preaching to thousands. You're not, you know, a, a CEO of a major corporation and thinking that, you're, you know, it's not good enough. It's not sufficient enough. But that's not true. You are called to be the light in the midst of darkness, wherever God has placed you and wherever the darkness is, wherever you are at, there's darkness around it. Your purpose is to glorify God, preach the gospel, make disciples. You don't have to be a pastor to do that. And I'm not just telling this to you. I'm telling this to myself because that's my struggle. All right. That's where I'm at. All my life, people have told me I was supposed to become a, a, a preacher, a minister. 
And I believe it and I desire it. I, I'm being 100% honest with you because I love talking about Christ. But I, but that's not the life I'm at right now. That's not the life I've lived. And in my rebellious stages, I led myself to the place that I'm at. And I have to be faithful and seeing that God is taking what I did, the mess ups that I've created, and he is churning it around for good. But now I have to be faithful where I found, find myself at because of my decision making and turning that around for good, glorifying God now. So now as I do sales, I do it to his glory. All right. I just do it to make sure that I'm honoring God with integrity. Every time I make a sale, a sale, I have to do it with knowing in the back of my head that this prospect, this potential client has gotten the full, unadulterated, unfiltered information that they needed to get in order to make a sound decision because I operate within integrity. And we all know salespeople can operate outside of integrity. So that is another way that I know I'm honoring God. But at the same time, I'm also selling a service that can help this business owner. Help that business owner to generate more revenue. And then in turn, God, I'm praying that they take that revenue, serve their family, do good things in the community. It's all cause and effect. Cause and effect. Oh man, I love this coffee. I hope you guys can forgive me. I have my sniffles <clears throat> and my clearing of the throat. Because in the morning time, it really does hit me like that. Usually I do this towards the evening, but I want to get a, a jump on, on the day because, well, it's Thanksgiving and I got things to do. But uh, is this helping? Does this help you? Because at the end of the day, we can only control what we can't control. So this is the part where I was talking about, hey, it's okay to structure out your days. Because I do. And I'll, I'll probably do an episode about that uh, sometime down the line where I, I kind of give you my routine from morning till evening and then bam, it's done. And then I structure it in a way where I'm hoping with with faith that it's leading me to the other stages of life that I believe I, I want to get to, that I believe God is calling me to. But there's a, two things I want to leave you with before I just kind of end this because I want to make this a little bit shorter. One is that while that's good and, and planning that stuff out is, is solid, and I think there's wisdom in that, you have to know that God ultimately has the last say. All right, You commit your plans to the Lord, but the Lord establishes it. Right? Proverbs teaches us that. But even Proverbs tells us that you know, we, a man makes a plan, but it's God who, who basically sets the way. He is the one that has the last say. You have to know that it, it could be completely different than what you expected it to be. It can't be, all right? Because God is in control and he knows exactly what you need. He knows exactly who he's called you to be and he knows who you need to be touching and reaching out to with the gospel. And I mean, really preaching the gospel, not just this relationship gospel I'm talking about. I'm talking about really sharing the gospel with your network of people. He knows it. And so I might think I'm supposed to be a preacher. I might not actually end up being a preacher. And I have to accept that. I have to accept that that may not be my actual calling. But I might not be too far off. I just, I might be surprised as to what it actually does come out to be. And ultimately, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about Christ and how we honor him and how he is pleased with us and how he will use us for his glory for his purpose so this chaos that we have in our lives right not feeling like where we're supposed to be not uh, uh being content in the place that we have not being faithful with what we have now 
and serving the day alone, right? Because that's another thing. We have to serve the day alone. Be faithful, be be productive, be punctual, have a plan, but trust that he has the last say. And remember that all you have is today, the day that he has allowed you to have, the, the breath that you're breathing right now, that is grace. That is grace. And it is all sustained by his mercy. Now, with that, I just want to leave you with a passage of scripture. All right. Now, this right here, this good stuff, because I think it just drives home the point. And what better than to get it from the word of God itself, from the word, from the words of Jesus himself. Okay. I think I've mentioned this before in another podcast, but it's definitely worth mentioning again. Uh, Matthew chapter six, verse 25 on down. We're going to read up to 30, 34. And then I'll leave you alone. All right. Therefore, I tell you, this is verse 25. Do not be anxious about your life. Boom. Right there. That's 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 all I think we should probably listen to. But, you know, he goes further because it drives it home. Right. We shouldn't be anxious about our lives. And then he goes on to say what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? And we would answer that, of of course, of course. But we don't live like that sometimes. We honestly do live for the food and the clothing and what, what's going on with our bodies. We do. That's that's our focus. And, and, and if this coronavirus pandemic thing hasn't proven that uh, on other people, then I don't know what else would. I mean, we do it based on our health, okay? Now, verse 26, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valued than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith. Way to call us out, God. Thank you. Verse 31. Again, therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. And before I finish this, our heavenly Father does know that we need them all. He knows that we need to be able to sustain ourselves, to take care of our bills, to, to take care of our kids, provide food, have clothes on our backs because we can't go out in public naked. You know, he knows that we need these things. He knows the gifts that he's given you and the plans that he's placed in your hearts for his glory, and he will see through to it. So to be anxious about it and to, to constantly wear ourselves down with it does no good for us. It honestly hinders us and brings us down. God knows that we need it. And he's calling us not to be anxious because he cares about us. He cares about the birds. He cares about the things that that don't even have the lives that we have. How much more us? Are we not more value than they? All right. And then to finish this off, he gives us instructions on what we should be doing. And verse 33 goes off with, but first, but seek first, I should say, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And then to top it off, verse 34, 
Therefore, again, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. We got troubles today, guys. I mean, I pray not, <laughs> but you, you never know. We have little fires and we have to burn out, big fires that we might have to burn out, whatever the case may be. Everything is set up for today. Honor God today. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us both rejoice and be glad in it. And then whatever comes, we come back to Christ. We submit it. We seek his wisdom by the Holy Spirit. We move in that. But we are faithful to our post today. And that is how we honor God. And, and at the end of the day, he knows what we need. He knows the plans for us. He is going to fulfill it in his timetable. We are to just be faithful with what we are given today. Now, before I end this, I, I want I want to say this. That doesn't mean be laxed. And that doesn't mean just throw it into town and be like, I'm good, man. I'm chill now, bro. I'm good. You're right, dude. You're right, God. Why would I care? I'm just going to chill and watch TV. Nah, you do have to be active, right? Faith without works is dead. So we do wake up with a sense of purpose. And our purpose is to glorify God. And whatever work we have is meant for that. So you do it with excellence and you do it with the utmost respect and honor because you know that that it it will drive those around us to wonder how we have such drive. Why do we have such drive? And it, sh it should be that they seek out the hope that is in us, that we can share it and then guide them and lead them to Christ ourselves. Okay. So each day I have a plan and I, and I have a structured plan, but I'm only focused on today. And I'm going to honor God today. And if something causes me to pivot, I, I have to humble myself. I have to submit to his will and trust that, I mean, God's in control because he is in control. All right. So I hope this helped you out, guys. I, I pray that this gives you some encouragement and settles the chaos in your souls and puts your trust in Christ because he has it all. We, we have all that we need in him and in, in him alone. Because if your desire is for Christ, then... It doesn't matter how your life ends up as long as you know, you know that you did it all for his glory. Hope this helps. Make sure you share with others uh, in hopes that this could be a blessing to them as it was for me in my conversation with my brothers. Uh, follow this podcast wherever you're listening to this podcast on. And um, I'm going to leave a section in Spotify where you can ask a question or leave some feedback. I'm going to leave that open. Leave that for me interested to know what you think and uh yeah I, I might even just share it on the podcast all right but until next time god bless you and take the chaos in your life and submit that to christ peace